We have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show, episode 424. I'm your man behind the microphone and your current Scholars of Wrestling party champion. I am Scholar Jeff. Joining us this week is the OG Undisputed Scholar himself. He is Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how is your evening going, sir? My evening has just been extremely tiring, but we are now on a very special wrestling weekend. And when I mean special wrestling weekend, we get two wrestling events, premium live and pay-per-view. That is just all weekend wrestling, and I can't wait for it. Bring on the wrestling, baby. Woo! Oh, yeah, we've got, that's right. We've got a big-time doubleheader weekend full of great wrestling ahead but also joining us this week, we've also got the current reigning and defending Scholars of Wrestling champion. He is also an undisputed scholar in his own right. He is Scholar Brian. Scholar Brian, how's this weekend looking like for you? Ready for a very interesting wrestling weekend because I like to make I am a glutton for punishment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you know what? It's going to be very interesting how this weekend turns out. Oh, yes, it will. And we're going to get all into that. But first, we have to introduce our current uh, scholars in the bank beefcase holder. I hope I'm doing that right because I'm doing something with my hands. It's Scholar Charlie. Scholar Charlie, how are we feeling going into this weekend? Got a nice four-day weekend coming up, full of wrestling. Can't wait for it. And last but certainly not least, we managed to pry him away from Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for at least the next hour, but we promised you nothing. He is Scholar Jeremy. Scholar Jeremy, how's your evening going? Very well. That's the undeniable, undesirable, the uncrowned Scholars Champion right here. I'm going to go for it this weekend, boys. And uh, speaking of Tears of the Kingdom, if you're not playing it, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Go get your copy now. (laughs) I'm sure the the check's Free plugs. (laughs) Also the show, Nintendo, please. (laughs) Sponsor us. But all games aside, we've got enough games to worry about. We've got enough games to worry about this week because as we were alluding to just now, we got some titles on the line, including, did I hear right? You, there's going to be a Scholars in the Bank cash-in? There is most certainly going to be a beefcase cash-in for Night of Champions between me and Brian. And, and you know what? You know what the best part of it is? As myself being a glutton for punishment, I'm the one who suggested it. <laughs> all right because here's the deal all right it's never been done before i like to i like to spice i like to spice things up with my title reigns make it so that they don't get stale they don't get boring so it's the first time i believe that there's been two of the major brand pay-per-view pay-per-views premium live events whatever you want to call them <laughs> on the same weekend so i figured why not 
two title defenses, hopefully, <laughs> two nights. Let's roll with it. Let's see what we can get. Basically, uh, how this works is Charlie and I are going one-on-one for the scholar for the undisputed scholars heavyweight championship at night of champions i will cut you off for a second brian i just because you brought that that's happening at night of champions i just want to say thank you charlie thank you for taking my hopes and dreams away of actually having a nice one-on-one title match with Un- fellow undisputed scholar Brian, because you just keep—you seem to keep forgetting the fact that you're Mister Scholar in the Bank, and you had plenty of opportunities to catch in that goddamn thing. <laughs> you took welcome. it all away from me. You're welcome. <laughs> never forgive you for this, Dollar <laughs> Charlie, crusher of dreams and hopes. You bastard! I and while Tarek is crying on screen, we, we will go through. The, Basically, what's going to happen with the other three is that they're still going to be going through the predictions to score score and tally points because we are combining both Night of Champions and Double or Nothing for the Double or Nothing uh, title defense. Mandatory. (laughs) Mandatory title defense. We are combining both nights, and whoever has the most points at the end of the... uh, at the end of said Sunday night will be your new or be able to defend the Scholars of Wrestling heavyweight title. And also, of course, because I am said glutton for punishment, the coach, Scholar Jeremy, is going to be hanging out in the back corner looking over everybody's shoulder with that perfect card tiebreaker point, there is a fair to good chance we could have three separate scholars heavyweight champions by the end of the weekend. <laughs> to, which I'll, to which I'll circle around what I said to Charlie. Now there's a possibility that you could be a one-night champion. So there you go. Wouldn't the, be the, the tables time. turn again. Wouldn't be the first time. It'll be better than 10 minutes, though. Well, it will be better than 10 minutes. <laughs> Lo and behold, the weekend is full of possibilities. So on that delightful note, let's just dive right into the good stuff. First off, we've got coming to us from Saudi Arabia. It's WWE Night of Champions. And the first match I've got on this card, it's probably one of the last to be announced. It's Rhea Ripley defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against Natalia. Ryan, as the defending champion, you have the option to make the pick your pick first or defer to the top of the order. Which one are you going to go for? I'll make my pick first because this might be the easiest pick that I'll make for the entire weekend. I like Natalia. She's done a lot for the business. She does a lot for the people in the back. She's got no chance in hell <laughs> of winning this match. Ray Ripley retains. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go too far. I am going to join you on that. I am also going to go with Rhea. 
there's gonna be a, a time and a place for most things, but this is not one of them. With that, pitching it over to the last night of Mr. M- Mr. Beefcase in the Bank, whatever it is, Charlie, your first pick of the evening. Who do you got between Rhea and Natalia? Rhea Ripley's winning this one, no doubt. Fastest pick ever. All right. Moving on to Jaybird. Who do you got between this one? Four for four. We got Rhea Ripley retaining. And Tarek, it's back to you. Do I even have to ask it? You really don't. There's really like no discussion on even why Natalia is having this match in the first place. So, yeah, just another person for that that artwork of all the people that Rhea Ripley has beaten in her title reign. And there you have it. Next up, we've got Gunther defending his Intercontinental Championship against Mustafa Ali. As much as I really want to see Mustafa get something going, he ain't being Gunther. Gunther's got to break the the honky-tonk man's record and then some. He's... He's just too good, too dominant. He's too strong. He's Gunther. Say no more. Charlie, who are you going with? Gunther! The ring general. Jaybird, say it. Walter, give it four for four. Let's go one more time. He's going to break that record. You made me a believer, Tarek. Let's do this. Very good. And Tarek, it's your pick. Try and keep it to 30 seconds or less. 30 seconds or less? Okay. I will pick my Intercontinental Champion to successfully defend his Intercontinental Championship and continue just to steamroll his way to that honky-tonk man record to continue his reign of being the greatest Intercontinental Champion, period. Nicely done. And Brian, do we have an accord? If it was Mansoor, I'd be worried. Otherwise, it's Gunther all the way. <laughs> We're just gonna have to get used to the idea of Ali actually leaving. But yeah. just like but just like that edge promo, it's empty words. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm a little confused that the, will we act here's a just a quickest of scholar quick talks. Are we actually going to see Mansois during this show? Will there be something added, or are we going to go without Mansois for once? Probably going without Mansois. Going without, and if he is on the show, it's going to be a quick squash match because we all know that Mansoor never loses in in Saudi. That's why I was like, if I would only be worried for Gunther's title reign if if he was facing Mansoor, but he's not. So therefore, count their Twitter. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Moving on to our next match, we've got another rematch. We've got Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's Championship against Asuka. Charlie, your pick up next. Who do you got? I went first last round. I thought no, that was Jeff me. Did. Jeff did. It's you, oh, Charlie. Okay. It's <laughs> um. I don't know. Asuka's gotten most of the buildup here, so I'm going to have to go with uh, Bianca Belair retaining. 
Okay, that's one for Bianca. Jaybird, who you got? Split the room. I'm going to go with Oscar for this one. I think she can finally do it. Hmm, interesting. Tarek, your pick up next. Who do you got? They're saving Bianca Belair for Charlotte Flair. Yeah, so you're going Bianca straight up. I'm I'm going Bianca. As much right. as I want Oscar to win because I love I love Oscar so much. They're keeping they're keeping the title on Bianca just to so she can add, be another title reign for Charlotte to win. All right. Ryan, you're up next. Who's your pick? As much as I would love an Oscar win because this match has actually been built up better than their WrestleMania match. So if she was going to win one, I would say it's this one. However, also going off of Tarek's thought, they're not going to take the title off of Bianca before they do title before she before she faces Charlotte Flair. It's just not going to happen. That's the money match on SmackDown with that with that crew. I'm going to hate that her and Ray are just going to switch the titles. Like uh, like who was it? Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. Are they even going to yeah. do it now? Because they would have done they, it already. If if they do, then no. But it's because it, it, it sucked the first time and they shouldn't have done it again. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see Bianca losing before she faces Charlotte Flair. So yeah, I'm going Bianca to retain. All right. Yeah. I really, this really sucks because I really want to see Asuka actually beat Bianca. But at this point, in my mind, Bianca is new John Cena. Like, they're not going to just have her drop the title that easy. I, I wish it weren't the case. I really, really do. But I, I feel like this is the most realistic pick here. I got to go with Bianca. Not because I want to, but because I feel like that's what we're going to get. I have a scholar's quick talk for you, gentlemen, just Shoot. to just to go off on how Jeff really much expressed how he feels about Bianca's uh, Bianca Belair's title reign. Now, I have to ask now is is this is her title reign now just we're on cruise control waiting for this reign to end? In my mind, I'll say so. Like, unless something were to really happen or Bianca were is to suddenly get a really dramatic character development or would it be something a heel like that? Possibly, but not necessarily. Whatever it is, something more needs to happen or to really make her more engaging and freshen her up a little bit or else really I feel like she just, just needs to drop a title. She's just, she just is now a, she's too generic now. I think that's what's the thing. She's just now, at least character wise, it's not really that engaging. It's, it's still, yeah, no. it's, it's still is what it is. It's like, yeah. old, and you don't need to do much to freshen it up. Just give her a bit of an edge. Okay, right now she's too happy-go-lucky. She's too 
she's too white bread baby face. I don't know. Okay. So I think she would need more of a Christian cage to get that to get that uh, reaction. That's right. But, I went there. but it's a but it's like you don't have to do much to freshen it up. Just give her a little bit of edge that she doesn't have at the moment. And I told you, Christian is the better option to get that to get that feeling. <laughs> oh, sorry. puns. <laughs> But I do, I do agree with you, Brian. I really do. <laughs> and this is why you didn't get the title shot. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> you, All right. Brian, you know I'm an asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm about. That's what you love about me. <laughs> and on that note, moving on to our next match on the card is a tag match between the defending oh, yeah. tag champs Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defending against the team of Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Jaybird, it's your pick up next. Who do you got for this one? Fairly simple. From the rumors I've read and the things I've read, um, it's going to be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens retaining. All right. Next up, we've got Tarek. Who do you got for your pick? I will, like, I will say about this match in particular uh well first my prediction is going to be kevin owens and Sami Zayn. i just have to just to say that i've been hearing and reading and watching most people complain that now this match has really run its course and all this match has shown is that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were back were just nothing more than background characters to the one to one particular story and I just really have to just use this time to just really, really just defend this feud now and how it actually, when you really look at it storyline sense, it really makes sense for this one to happen. I mean, Sammy is a very crucial part of the bloodline story the past, uh, the past year, year and a half. And we are reaching that point where he is slowly drifting away from that story, like where his part in that story is ending, but it's not to the point where they're just nothing more than background characters far from it. I think he's still a central character in this story. It's just, we had to wait several weeks of Roman being gone and having the feud on pause to actually get to this point. Where I'm curious and, now, where are you seeing this accusation that has be- almost become a background character? I've seen it everywhere too. It's it's a big thing. It really is internet. a big. It really is uh, a yeah. big thing, and and the uh, biggest people that I hear from it the most are the uh, people down at Wrestle Talk. And my response to that was, yeah, like Sa- Roman and Sammy had their match. Roman did win. But Sammy still defeated the bloodline in winning the tag team championships from the Usos and the Usos failed to get it back. Do you really think Roman would actually stand and stand uh, for Sammy to continue being a problem in the bloodline? No, he would basically get his infinity gauntlet and just go, fine, I'll do it myself, which is what he's doing with Solo. So I actually look at this as the actual ending of the storyline of Sami Zayn and the bloodline. And for me personally, 
the best way for that story to end and for this match to end is to do it <laughs> is to actually have Jay be the one who act who hits Roman with a super kick, look like he was about to attack Sammy, breaks free from Roman, hits the super kick, which gives Sammy the Haluva kick and actually pins Roman one, two, three. Hmm. And that's a good, and that would be a good way to actually send off Sami Zayn's character in this storyline, because there was just too much personal involvement, especially when it comes to Roman and Sammy, where having someone else like Kevin Owens or someone pin Solo, I just don't think it would make that much of an uh, emotional impact and and the correct payoff for this particular story. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be there. There's, I'm of the philosophy where the story is over when the story is over. I feel like I'm just talking about Sammy. I'm talking about Sammy's part in the in the particular story because the bloodline story is going to continue with the Usos and Roman and Solo. This is just Sammy's send off from that story. Yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm honestly not convinced of that. Like. Unless I'm totally wrong, and this and the and that's like the out for Sammy, and if it's that absolutely satisfying, unless it's like super satisfying and just every rounds out everything, then I'd say maybe. But I feel like there's with everything that happened to to Sammy over the the past year, I feel like there's still way too much dirt and he basically come and go as he pleases. Well, here's my issue with everything that you all have just said. (laughs) I'm not going to go as far as the Russell talk guys to call them background characters and all that. But I do think that they've overextended the story as a whole all of it because it's like the perfect ending to the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and the Bloodline bit for me would have been if Wrestlemania went down like it was supposed to and they got halfway there with the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens winning the tag team titles Okay, and for me, that for me, this this whole thing has just been going on too long. The bloodline story for me has is is in serious danger of wearing out its welcome because it's just everything after WrestleMania, probably because Roman hasn't been around. I'll give you that, but it's like. You're just retreading. You're just keep. You're you're just doing the same thing that that you had been doing since Roman versus Sammy. It's the same story beats that you were doing in the lead up to WrestleMania. You're still doing them now, and and that's my issue with all of this. But they added a wrinkle. On Monday, which I'm which I'm happy about because now you've got little thing going between Roman and Solo. 
So I don't think that it's Jay super kicking Roman and Roman getting pinned. I do think that Solo gets pinned. And I think that Roman accidentally spears Solo. So I still think we're going full full bloodline breakdown because you wouldn't have had that bit between Solo and Roman if something wasn't going to happen. So I think what's going to happen is Sammy and KO retain because Roman accidentally spears Solo. And right. this and this furthers and this furthers the breakdown of the uh, of the bloodline because I th- I think that if they didn't fully break down by WrestleMania, they have to by SummerSlam. They have to. This is going on too long. <laughs> as much as I'm enjoying the current rate that things are going and how much story they're extracting from the whole bloodline thing at this point, I can hear that kind of criticism and I can't tell you you're necessarily wrong. However, I think we do agree what the next step is. I also agree with that Owens and Zayn are going to go over and win this one and retain their titles, and that's whether the Usos interfere or not. This is going to be a next step in the gradual decline of the bloodline. Uh, that With that, we will go over to Charlie. Who do you got between Owen, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn or Roman and Solo? I see all kinds of shenanigans uh, in the bloodline, um, but I got to go with you guys on uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens retaining. Don't all right. Know how we get there. Don't know who they're going to pin, but they'll retain. All right. And on that delightful note, because this is a multi-man match, we're going to need one tiebreaker for this one. So since we're all going with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, what we're going to do this time is we're going to be having a random drawing between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. We're going to determine who the tiebreaker pick is going to be and whoever wins the fall between the two of them, whoever picks that one is going to win. Get out of here fashion ad. Anyway, Brian, as the defending champion, would you like to be the one to spin, or are you going to defer to Charlie? I'll defer to Charlie on the spin. (laughs) All right. right. Who do you get, Charlie? In that case, we are going to spin the wheel. We're going to make the deal, and whoever Charlie's spot lands on, it lands on Kevin Owens. Did it land on? It lands on Kevin Owens. Oh. Which means <laughs> Sami Zayn goes to Brian. If oh, in, the event of a tie, in the event of a tie, whoever gets the pin first is going to get that extra point and put you over the top to either retain or gain the title. I Wish I thought out that rhyme in advance, but I didn't. So who cares? In that note, let's see. Where do we leave off? Uh, The last pick was Charlie, correct? Yep. I'm getting too distracted by spinning wheels. 
In that case, we are going to Jeremy for this next pick between Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Jay, it's your pick up first. What do you got? Thought I picked that. Yeah, Jay Bird picked the last one. Okay, I was I was wrong though. In that case, nice try, Charlie. (laughs) I can't numbers or names good tonight. Tark, (laughs) top of the order. What do you got between Cody or Brock? I'm not gonna lie, this one's actually kind of a hard one (laughs) because it's just. One of the is it one of those things where this storyline has become such a cartoon to it's like is the hero real is the hero going to overcome the odds that are just so highly stacked against him? Is Cody Rhodes going to beat Brock Lesnar with a broken freaking arm? Uh I'm not gonna lie, I kind of was hoping to hear everyone else's uh reasons for their picks, but hmm. I I am I'm, I'm gonna go with Cody Rhodes. They're gonna keep the cartoon going. Wow. All right. And that Brian, it's your pick up next. Are they gonna keep the cartoon going or are we changing the channel? Mm. I think they're going to keep the cartoon going, but I've got Cody winning by DQ. A win by That's DQ perfect. is still a win. I've got I've I've got Cody doing his Cody thing and pissing just cuz Brock Lesnar is still cartoonishly angry at this point that I could definitely see him just going overboard. And and just annihilating Cody to the point where the referee disqualifies him. Though I couldn't, I'm not necessarily going to go that far. I do think that this is going to be a traditional, old school kind of wrestling angle where they use the the loaded cast as a weapon, gives them an edge over a rampaging Brock. Either way, no matter how you get there. The result is going to be the same. I'm going to go with Cody to to win this one. Charlie, who do you got? I love how shocked Charlie has been with our predictions. Wow. <laughs> I think we're not going to have a tie, fellas. I don't think so <laughs> someone either. Had a, someone had a chance to hard. convinced me. You guys may have convinced Ooh. me. <laughs> sure we did, Charlie. Sure we did. <laughs> but no, no, there is reason, there is reason to it also. Initially, I was gonna go Brock with a Kamura lock. Uh easy victory. But then I thought this match might not be able, this series might not be able to go three matches because we need Cody in the money in the bank ladder match. So, fuck it, I'll go with Cody. Oh, boy. Things are changing. Or are they? Jaybird, do we have an accord? Or are you breaking the, breaking the streak? Uh, you you jerks threw my whole thing off. I actually thought we were going to get a Brock house tonight, but um, I'm going to have to go with the American Nightmare as well. 
it's such it's i love how just like brock is just so cartoonishly like angry and just i saw the beatdown he gave to cody i'm like that's like that was like attitude era beatdown right there i'm like and i love that type of stuff but yeah i definitely think cody's gonna pull it out whether it's a referee stop at dq or he's just gonna or the greatest move in all of wrestling history, the surprise roll-up. We'll see what happens. Oh, he can't do that again. You can't have him do that again. <laughs> and, have him run like, and have him run like a bitch again. He can't do that. <laughs> Although I do, have, I do have to ask, Brian, if didn't Brock Lesnar beat Randy Orton down to the point where he actually, the ref stoppage actually was that he won? Yeah, but I don't think, I, I don't think it's going to be... That was only because he basically knocked him out. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that I I don't think that he's gonna knock him out. I think he's gonna torture him with the with said Kamora lock, and he's not gonna let it go. And if they ring the, it could be one of those where they overturn the decision too, mm-hmm. where 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 Cody taps out to the Kamora lock. But Brock doesn't let go. And because of that, it all they, just leads to the fight pit. And and because and because of that, they they changed the decision. There's many ways that you can get around that they them doing the arm and them doing the arm injury angle actually makes there many different ways that Cody can win this without actually winning. <laughs> All right, and on that delightful note, we've got our last pick for the evening. We've got Seth Rollins versus Hold AJ on. Styles. Yes. Hold on. It's not the last pick. You're forgetting one. Am I? Well, what am I forgetting? There's Trish Becky. Together, so. I'm Trish sorry, Becky. everyone's. Oh, that's happening. Why yeah. is that not on here? Okay. Trish Becky, Brian Pickett. Who do you got? It... The way that Becky clowned Trish so hard on Monday. This isn't over at this pay-per-view. This isn't a one-time, this isn't a one-time deal. Okay. The, the way that Becky basically humiliated Trish on the mic on Monday made her look silly. Okay, Trish is winning this match. Trish is winning. You can't. You can't have her get clowned like that, and then and then have her lose right after that. No. Trish wins this, then they figure out a way to run it back at SummerSlam. I see. I I can't see a straight finish with this. Some shenanigans are going to have to happen. I'm thinking, hmm, this is a tough call for me. Like, this can't just be a straight up, a straight up mocking here. I'm going to go with Trish to win as well, but I'm like, there, there, there's got to be more. There's got to be. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't saying that she's going to win straight up. I mean, Trish is a heel. It's it's like you you want to talk about roll ups and uh, and the and the best finisher and 
the best finishing move in the game, the surprise roll up. Here's your boy. Here's the one you do it in. Yeah. I, I mean, like you don't. There, in order for this to go to, to go to two matches, okay, Trish can't get a straight up win. No, there's going to be shenanigans. I don't think you need any outside interference or anything like that. But a pull of the tights, straight up, he'll win. <laughs> All right. In that note, Charlie, your next pick up next between Trish and Becky. Trish gets a dirty victory. This goes to two matches. All right. Jay, are, do we have something forming here? We do. We got some satisfaction going tonight. Trish drives for the win. And Tarek, do we have an accord here, sir? Indeed, we do. But I actually am going to uh, make the claim that there is going to be an outside interference that's going to help Trish win. And that's going to be from Lita. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, Lita's going to turn too, huh? I say Lita's going to turn, and I'm going to say that they're going to, Becky's words that she had on Trish is actually going to come back and bite her because Lita was a part of that history too. A part of that time too. So with Becky insulting uh, Trish and that uh, legacy of women's wrestling, she's also insulting Trish or insulting Lita. So I can see, look like Lita's going to come and help save Be- help uh, Becky. And she's going to just turn around and deck her to help Trish get the win to keep this story going. Interesting. Interesting. And on that note, now we're at Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship. I admit, I was going back and forth on this one a lot. But in my mind, this can go either way still, even now. A, a good case could be made for either, but I think Seth just ekes this one out just by a tiny margin. Although, again, I'm convinced it can go either way. Charlie, your final pick for Night of Champions. Who do you got? Seth freaking Rollins, your, your inaugural world heavyweight champion. All right. And Jay, who do you got? Let me explain. AJ Styles is one of the greatest wrestlers in history. He's earned his spot. He's earned his medal. He's a former WWE champion. He's a former Impact TNA champion, IWGP champion. He's not winning the World Heavyweight title. It's going to be Seth freaking Rollins. I've, you, you played it up. I figured it was got to go like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning All from right. the masters. I am. Yeah. Tarek, are you, are, is there an accord forming right now or are you just going to swerve us? No, there, there's an accord. And I actually do think it's very, very easy. It's not that hard of a decision. There, uh, if that uh, last video package of that sit-down interview on Raw wasn't more wasn't enough to say that Seth Rollins is going to win. Hell, they had a clip of his opponent in AJ Styles praising that Seth Rollins is the future. <laughs> so, or Tyler Black at that time, he is the future. So. When you get that kind of prom- when you get that kind of uh, promotion for the world heavyweight title match, yep, it's gonna be Seth freaking Rollins. 
And Brian, do we have an accord? Yeah, I, I was never convinced that this could go either way because of the way that they built everybody up going into this, go, going in. And if they weren't going to make this title Cody's Consolation Prize, which we were all worried about when they announced it, then the, the fact had to be that it had to be Seth Rollins. First of all, he's on Raw. <laughs> that that's the big that's the big sticking point behind everything so is then, the smackdown champion then okay the the way that they've built this up the way that the the, the backstage interview the the outside interviews where where aj styles is like yeah, it's got to feel secondary, right? And then he throws in as an aside, but I'm gonna do my best to make it to 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 make it a top title. Whereas Seth Rollins is actively pissed off at Roman Reigns and and saying, "No, I'm gonna win this title, and I'm gonna make this the premier world heavyweight title." While Roman Reigns sits on his couch and and. Uh, and bogarts up and and screws up opportunities for everyone else. Just the way they've built up the two participants. Seth Rollins has always been winning this match, and I'd actually be mad if it went any other way. Yeah, AJ Styles is a great wrestler. There's no doubt about that. He's one of my favorites. You don't have to. Ar- there's no argument there. But it's like there's there's no other option at this point with the way that everything's been built up it has to be seth Rollins. all right and with that the picks are in the books for night of champions as far as the title is concerned this night it could all come down to the tiebreaker could all come down to the tag match so that one's going to be one to watch but meanwhile that brings us to sunday night that brings us to AEW double or nothing out in Vegas. This one also has plenty of surprises to come. But first, we've got our first match on the card. We've got Adam Cole Bebe versus Chris Jericho. And Charlie, it's your pick up first. Who do you got between Adam Cole and Jericho? The man got handcuffed and watched his girlfriend get beat. Uh, I think that's enough for him to get his revenge and win this match. Adam Cole's winning this. All right. And Jaybird, I think I know where you're going, but let us have it. After that shit that Jericho pulled, he's going to get wrecked on Sunday. All right. Fool, who do you got? What does Sabu have anything to do with this feud? (laughs) (laughs) Me, because I'm so glad he's there and he's still alive. So uh, that made my night. Literally, I walked in the house and Sabu's there. I'm like, yay. I'm just like, is he actually going to do something? Like, can his body actually take a bump? He can throw a chair. Well, he's not going to take a bump. He's probably going to throw another chair. (laughs) (laughs) Or he can borrow a page from his uncle, the Sheik's book, and just throw a fireball in his face. Fucking bullshit. about that? Well, hey. No, the other one. Chris Jericho's a wizard, right? Turn the game against him. (laughs) 
Battle throw a fireball, just... throw a <laughs> like pull a nail from his boot and try and just like stab somebody. I don't know. He's Sabu. Whatever. I don't care. But I'm also gonna go with Adam Cole, baby. All right, Brian, your pick up next. What do you got? Yeah, it's like I also don't know why Sabu is involved. This get that kind of came out of nowhere. But I'm always happy when an old timer gets a paycheck. So that gets a payday. So that's all yeah. well and good. But yeah, it's especially with everything going around where Adam Cole's probably gonna be one of the next challengers for the for the big title. He can't lose her. This is his first big match back. Even with everything going on in the background with Burt Baker and the outcasts and all that noise with the handcuffing and all that, even if it even if it didn't get that personal, Adam Cole would still have to win. And I'm gonna go with Adam Cole just because I'm I'm so damn glad Sabu's back and he's in around. I don't care what he does, I don't care if he just throws a fireball, I don't care if he just does one leg drop or whatever. I, I don't care if you just like poke some guy in the eye and then points to the ceiling. Just Adam Cole. As but, long as Adam but, but what if but what if he throws said fireball at Adam Cole? Would you don't care. be mad at Sabu? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna it takes a lot for me to be mad at Sabu. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> anyway, that is the first match on the card. But next up we've got Supposedly on the pre-show, we've got Ethan Page and the Guns fighting against the Hardy Party, which is Matt and Jeff Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy, I believe. Uh, with that, it's uh, Jaybird, your pick up first. Who do you got? With the stipulation that I believe, what was the stipulation that um, Ethan Page's contract, get- Ethan Page's contract would be owned by the Hardy Boys. I believe. Well, what's interesting, yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. I couldn't remember, yeah. but they they won the final. They won the um, firm deletion. So, but also Isaiah Cassie's injured. Screw it. I'm just gonna go with the Hardy Party to win. Uh, win the match. And Tarek, who do you got? I didn't even know this match was exi- This match was even happening until literally right now. Uh. <laughs> I'll go with Hardy Party because I think they'll do more with Ethan Page being the Hardy's bitch. So that's kind of all I got on this. All right. Brian, your pick up next. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Hardy Party because I like comedy. And good comedy is Ethan Page being owned by the Hardy Boys. That's going to make for some great comedy, and I'm down for it. So, hearty party to win. Yeah, I think we've got something going here. As much as I think there, there's a chance that the guns and Ethan Page are going to run away safe, I, I predict too many shenanigans. Charlie, do we have an accord? Uh, hearty party wins. Jeff Hardy's first pay per view match back. Mm-hmm. All right. And on that note, we've got our next match. We've got for the DPS championship, Jade Cargill defending against Taya Valkyrie. And 
Tarek, it's your pick up first. What do you got for this one? I'm just going to just say right now, I am completely unprepared for double or nothing. I didn't have any, I did not waste any time. Well, not waste. I didn't have any time to really think about my predictions. Um, I feel like it's just a cheap cop to just pick Jade Cargill, but I'm now at that point where just I'm just going, Jesus Christ, just drop the goddamn title. But I don't know if she's ever going to drop the damn title. Um, so which way are you going, Tarek? I'll just say... Uh, Fuck it, Jay Cargill loses. So, all right, so that's a one for Taya. Taya, what? Yeah. All right, Brian, do your pickup next. Care. What do you got between Jay and Taya? See, I've got a person in mind to beat Jade Cargill, and it is not Taya. They actually already start. They actually already started building her up, and NJPW. Uh, basically handed oh, well, okay. the money on a silver platter if they did, if they went that way, and I did. I like Taya. I do. She got a raw deal when she went when she went to WWE and was in NXT and got released after three months. Okay, that wasn't great, but you know what? They they got handed greatness on a silver platter due to an injury and a title and a title win that wasn't supposed to happen at uh, NJPW Resurgence. Okay, mm-hmm. and I think and they've already started capitalizing on that. If you noticed by the video package that they that they did on Dynamite for willow nightingale so as much as many people on this panel want this title reign to end okay ty is not the one to do it so i gotta go with jade cargill retaining one more time but i think forbidden door that uh that title reign ends and willow nightingale becomes new tbs champion interesting theory a compelling one, but my desire to see Jade lose is is too great. I think there's a risk that that may actually not end up not happening. So I'm going to go with uh, Taya Valkyrie to uh, to finally win this thing. Charlie, your pick up next. What do you got? Uh, I see Jade Cargill retaining. I don't see it ending here. All right, and finally, we got a split room. Jaybird, split the tie. Which way are you going? Oh, may you people kill me. <laughs> Brian, I I like your theory, but I, I'm going to be honest, that sounds completely stupid. You're going to have Willow dethrone Jade. They've jobbed Willow out for the longest time. Sure, she gets the title win in New Japan, but that just doesn't make any sense. You had a couple weeks ago when it was Taya versus Jade, and she had her. If they didn't have the stupid stipulation, the belt would have been off her. Oh. 
they're not going to do it. I, I or will they? they? As, uh, it, I don't care. Hey, hey, hey! Think about the tiebreaker point. I, I, I think give about it, I the tiebreaker point. That's the problem. I give a shit. Talk, think about the tiebreaker point. <laughs> you got to lose it right here. You got to lose it, it right will. here. Or will he? Will. <laughs> if Willow beats Jade, I will quit this channel personally. I will. If that happens, I will quit this fucking channel. Because that will be the dumbest thing that could happen. I'm sticking to my guns. Let's go with Taya. I can't do it. I can't, I, I can't see Willow beating <laughs> Jade. I don't oh, see it by boy. a mile. Well, you, you know what? You didn't have to see Willow beating Jade. That was just a scenario that I was pulling out. I just don't think Ty is doing it. And I don't, they're not, they're not going to do it. You just lost your tiebreaker point, buddy. <laughs> or did I'm he? Gonna, I'm just going to say this because I could go on for hours. If, if you don't have J Boo this Sunday, you're pissing away challengers and people to become champion. You've taken a belt, which could have been a great, great second women's title, and you left it out someone for 500 friggin' days. The same moves, the same five-minute wins. It doesn't work. She's boring. Drop the effing belt. You had the chance with Taya. You pissed me off worse than WrestleMania when you did it a couple weeks ago. Give the belt to Taya. She can carry that belt. Next person, please. All right, and on that on that cheery cheery note, let's go to Anarchy in the Arena, Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Brian, it's your pick up first. Who you got? In the match that let's face it, okay, this pay-per-view has not been built great by any standards. Okay. That like there's a bunch of stuff on this show that had very awkward and very short and and builds that aren't really going anywhere. And this is double or nothing. So that's sad. But this is the one match where I can say based with everything that I just said, okay, this match single-handedly. Bought the would have made me buy the pay per view. Okay, this match single handedly. Okay, I actually think this match ends the show because because it's built better. It's it's the best built thing. It's the best story in wrestling right now, bar none. You can't convince me any different. This might be. A controversial pick because, like, with everything going on, you would think that I would automatically say the elite because they just got back together and and all that. They they just did the. There's too many questions on the outside of this thing. Okay, two weeks ago, Don Callis turned on Kenny Omega. You've done nothing with that since. Okay, we haven't seen Takeshka since. Okay, this isn't ending here. And because I'm saying that, I don't know how. I don't know what, the, I, I don't know how this is going to work or anything like that. But I've got Blackpool Combat Club winning. 
because I think that I think outside stuff is there's still outside stuff going on that hasn't been uh, solidified. Very true. However, I'm not so convinced that in this particular match, all of it will necessarily come to come into play. I know what you're saying. I'm hearing you. But even so, I'm still going to go with the elite to win this one. Charlie, your pick up next. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going to just go by what little AEW I follow and go with the reason that Brian said wouldn't be the reason and uh, be the elite reforming. Um, The elite's going to win this. All right. And Jaybird, who do you got? One question, Brian. You said this is going to be an end, like the end of the story? No, I, this isn't the end, which is why. Oh, oh I, I misheard you. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. this, is, this, is more the, this is more the middle part for me because there's still too much on the outside, uh, on, on the outside of everything. You still have the Callus factor. You still have the Takeshka factor. You still have the Coda factor. <laughs> fair okay yeah because i missed i thought you said this again i'm like wait a minute this don't end this story now i like this story but the way it's been built up i think the black bull comic club needs to be taken down and peg like they've beaten up everyone they've beaten up the elite enough times they've caused enough trouble you gotta have the bad guys lose a match and even though they did lose last year i think they should lose again to the elite just it makes sense to me bring them down a peg let moxley and danielson and the comic club get all pissed off all riled up and then literally you're like oh you got lucky in that match and then do another one or another series of matches leading up for you but i got the elite winning and uh, also remember yeah. danielson hasn't wrestled since oh yeah since february I, has he wrestled since he came back i don't think so yeah he hasn't this is his first match this is mm-hmm. that's another reason why I would say Blackpool Combat Club win. It's Danielson's first match. All right. Mm-hmm. And with that, Tarek, it's up to you. Which way are you going on this one? Uh I'm going with Blackpool Combat Club. All right. We because I am just completely biased and I just love Claudio so much. Fair enough. That's sometimes honestly you just all I go have. with their heart. He's got Claudio. I've got Moxley. We will always. And he needs, and he needs to all... drop that Ring of Honor belt. He needs a new Ring to of who? Honor belt. That's what he needs. Here's the no, question. Drop it. Here's the question. Who? Eddie Kingston. Oh, who do you? Who, who, who do you who? think? Yeah, Mister Hernia. He's not back yet. <laughs> I meant that as a joke. I. If I'm there's some serious. serious credibility, hey, I would love to see it happen. I really would. Give some, give the man some props. And, but, and hey. you just, and you just made Tarek irrationally angry because Eddie Kingston, <laughs> a man his can second, dream. His second most hated person on this roster. We're gonna hey. be talking about the Eddie first Kingston. In a Eddie Kingston had his chance. He had his chance for the world title, and he blew it like he always does. So. Yep, he'll just keep no matter where he goes, he just can't he just can't get that big one. But yeah, 
if anything about Claudio and the world and the Ring of Honor world title is he needs a damn new championship design because that design world, that Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship sucks. I'm just gonna say it. It it looks like the uh tag team titles. I've seen a it lot looks, worse. It's it is just it is honestly just too generic for me. Hell, the the previous Ring of Honor championship actually looked better than this one. This is I I fucking hate this t- this championship design. It is just so goddamn boring. Mm. I I just can't. Well, we'll agree to disagree, but here coming up next, the next match I've got on this card is one that may or may not happen. It's Jamie Hayter defending the AEW Women's Championship against Tony Storm. Uh, a lot, a lot of news going around that uh, Jamie Hayter is probably injured. For my money, if this match takes place, I'm thinking that we're going to be looking at a relatively short match, and then uh, Tony Storm is going to beat Jamie Hayter so Jamie Hayter can heal up, and we've got a reign of terror for the Outcast. So I'm going with Tony Storm. With that, Charlie, it's your pick up next. What do you got? Uh, I didn't know Jamie Hader was uh, injured, so that totally switches my train of thought. Um, I guess I'll go with Tony Storm also. All right, Jaybird, who do you got for this one? I'm going to take a page out of Brian's book, and I'm going to go with the Hader instead. All right, I'm very interesting. It. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. Tarek, your pick up next. Who do you got? Which way will we go? I'm going to go with Tony Storm just so the... What do they call themselves again? The Outlaws? The, the outcasts. outcasts. The Outcasts. Dumb name, fun group. Go figure. I figured give them give them something to help gain some form of continue some form of relevance to get, make them a actual complete threat. Have them be what um, damage control was supposed to be. Very true. On that note, Brian, which way are you going? I hear what Jaybird was going for. I hear what he was trying to say. But I can't do it. <laughs> here's the here's the deal. Yes, Jamie Hader is hurt. Okay, um, have her rest up, and then get the title back in her home country hmm. at Wembley Stadium. Okay, but you, you can do it there. It'll work. It'll work good. And you can let Tony Storm finally have a title run that doesn't have the word interim in it. <laughs> because that that's my whole sticking point. First of all, if you're going to have Jamie Hader drop the title because she's hurt, the best one in the group to drop it to is Tony Storm because she's a known quantity as champion in AEW. And, and it works. And it also gets Tony Storm over the chip on her shoulder that she would obviously have because she was never the legit AEW women's champion. She was always the interim. 
So you let her have a little run as the women's champion. You give the outcasts a a fun terrorization of the women's division for for the upcoming months, and then you let Jamie Hader get it back when she's all rested up at at a. It's all all in all in is in Wembley. All in is in Wembley. Yes. Yeah, and then you have Jamie Hader win it back at all in in Wembley. Very interesting. Now we've got a little bit of a wild card here. We've got the, I guess you call it the Blackjack Battle Royal for the International Championship from Warren Cassidy, Orange Cassidy rather. And the participants are as follows. Orange Cassidy, the champion, Ricky Starks, the Butcher and the Blade, Bandito, Commander, Lee Moriarty, excuse me, Big Bill, Aria Davari, Tony Nice, Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, Kip Sabian, Ray Phoenix, Pentagon, Swerve Strickland, Brian Cage, Jay White, Juice Robinson, Keith Lee, and Dustin Rhodes. Charlie, it's your pick up first. Who do you got between all those guys? Who's winning it? They have Orange Cassidy booked as one of the best champions now. He's actually entertaining to watch with that championship. And I see him somehow miraculously retaining here. Very interesting. All right. Jay, I'm very interested to see your thoughts on this one. I love Orange Cassidy. The thing is, Brian made a couple of points where, like, the Orange Punch is weakened because of the injured hand. He's tired. He's beaten up. He's on a 22-match winning streak. I'm going to go with the story behind the curtain where Kip Sabian has been literally, like, gunning for that title, gunning for that title, gunning for that title. I'm going to, I called it when, um, I called it when I met him, sorry, after I met him and then I saw how they progressed him, I'm going to call it now. Kip's going to win the battle royale by like the skin of his teeth. Very interesting. Tarek, which way are you going on this one? I'm picking Orange Cassidy to retain because he's one of the most entertaining things that's going on in professional wrestling right now. He's it's honestly a toss-up between him and Gunther as my superstar of the year so far, just because of, for both cases, these title reigns from the Intercontinental Championship to the International Championship. I, The International Championship is now, its, its prestige has just keeps going with this title reign. It's now, it's now the secondary championship for me. More so than the TNT championship. Very and I want to just, I want to see the story continue on. And if Orange Cassidy is going to lose the champ- international championship, I want it to be in a one-on-one over a, a battle royale. Very true. Brian, who are you going for this one? Yeah, I actually think I, I like the idea that Jaybird bought up it it's a good idea but also i think it would be a disservice to the title reign if he lost it in a battle royal i i could see how it would happen i do, i i do think though that this is his last stand 
I think the next challenger that he gets in a one-on-one, that mm-hmm. whole thing with the weak punch and the and the saying he's tired and all that, I think that's gonna. I think this is his last stand. He's gonna win this match by the skin of his teeth, and then I think I think they're gonna use this to actually big up Collision because I think you're either gonna see Miro. Or you're going to see Andrade, and one of those two is going to come out and be like, "I'm next in line." I'm and so bad. And which one? And and whichever one comes out and is the one to face Orange Cassidy is going to be the one where where Orange Cassidy can't do it anymore. That did I. I just feel like with all the great matches that he's done with, with the way that his title reign has been built with the prestige that he's given to it, it would be a disservice to it all. If he lost it in a battle Royal. I honestly do not feel that strongly about it. I'm actually, I expect this to go a, a more diverse array of picks. I do not agree with the sentiment that this would be disastrous to for him to lose it during a battle royal like this but i do agree with you fool that this is basically being built the prestige of the belt is being built up and up and up and up so much so that i think it needs a fresh not only just a fresh champion but also a champion who can simultaneously be made and and make the belt and bring it up to another level i've got a couple of thoughts in mind as far as who that name Brian, could possibly be. <laughs> I I think it could go a couple of different ways. I, as much as he could be an, another new challenger, it doesn't necessarily have to be Orange Cassidy in order to pull that off. I'm even going to say that uh, again, I'm torn between the two names right now. But the name I'm going to go with here is Jay White. He would be the one if if I if if I did choose a title change, he would be the one that I would have said. For me, He's, it came down to either Jay White or Swerve Strickland. This really put the attention on him and his and his mogul affiliates, and really make them put their menace up to the next level. But in terms of what's coming up, and like it says, an, an international champion, as good of a champion as Orange Cassidy was, and he still is, when I think of something like that, uh, and especially what they're gearing up for, and with the potential of having a heel champion that someone like Miro can threaten, I'm thinking that Jay White checks all the boxes here at least in my eyes but that's just my prediction next up on the card we've got Wardlow versus Christian Cage in a ladder match for the TNT championship and we've got Jay it's your pickup first who do you got oh no I got the ladder oh no <laughs> oh no do it oh so, uh, do uh, it Say the words. I have a theory. I I have a theory, a really good one 
Say the words. You know you want to. You want to piss Tarek off. <laughs> I'm not going to piss Tarek off. It's just I have a theory with the title picture if a certain person does something. This is a gamble and it's double or nothing. Do it. What will you do? Say it. If my theory is correct, Christian Cage is going to dethrone Wardlow for the TNT title. Yes! <laughs> Tarek, how do you respond? <laughs> With a shake of the head. <laughs> Christian Cage is going to win the TNT championship. Oh shit! Wow! <laughs> you don't the dark side. Cage the ladder match. You just don't. You... I'm sorry, Rove. I. It's not even just like I want Christian Cage to win it. I'm just done with Wardlow and the TNT Championship. It's right. he's just another yeah. one of those factors that just is making that championship so boring and. I have to admit, Christian Cage with a dinosaur behind him is actually a more intriguing storyline, so or more intriguing presentation than Wardlow, who completely lost his steam long time ago. All right, Brian, who's your pick? See, they have completely murdered the character of Wardlow from last year. Where, as you remember, I was talking Thanks, about where where I was talking about him being the one to dethrone MJF, and and now it's like, dude, it, it it's almost get off my TV heat at at this point because they should have never taken the title off of Powerhouse Hobbs. That was a bad move. Okay. And and all they have done since the middle of September is just hot potato that title. Hot potato back and forth between Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs. And you know what? It's as much as I like the idea of Arn Anderson coming in and trying to get Wardlow back to where he was. It's like, I, I think this is the most entertained I've been by Christian ever. Okay, with his, sh- with his shit heel tactics and always going after people's dads. <laughs> and just like being the shittiest of shitty heels. Like, if he had been, if he had been doing this the whole time, then there wouldn't be the issues that people have with this guy. Okay, so you know what? Screw it. I'm joining the party. Christian Cage, new, new, uh, new TNT champion, and in order to get a total shot against Christian Cage, you have to go through the dinosaur. <laughs> You know what? The more you guys are going on and on, the more sense it's going to make. I'm going to have to go with Christian here. 
Were you Charlie, actually going to go with Wardlow? I was kind of torn. I was not totally sold, but it was more like this this conversation put me over the top. So I'm going to go with Christian. Charlie, do we have an accord? We're in Vegas, and in Vegas, you don't bet against Christian in the ladder match. Christian's winning. Fair enough. That brings us to our next match. We've got... For the AEW tag team titles, we've got FTR going up against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Tarek, your pick up next. Who do you got? Team TNA is not winning this those titles. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't want to see Jeff Jarrett with another championship ever again. <laughs> but he does. He always ends up doing it somehow, but it's not going to be tonight. FTR is keeping those belts. All right, Brian, who do you got for this one? As entertaining as they've been, which I did not expect when they came right. in. Okay. Tell me about it. Oh my god. As entertaining as they've been, okay, especially especially with all the, with the tag teams that they've just signed. They just signed Aussie Open. Okay. With with all the talent you have in that tag team division. Okay. You cannot have FTR losing to, t- to, to, to Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. As entertaining as they've been, keep them as the comedy duo. Keep them as the hapless comedy duo. Okay. It, it, it can't go any further than that. Even though I would laugh my ass off if it did happen. Right, but oh my God. but okay, can't let it happen. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're gonna have another consensus here. I think we're gonna go with FTR to win. Charlie, who do you got? FTR retains. All right, short Sweden to the point. Jay, do we have an accord? Because I think we do. Because no one wants to see Jeff Jarrett with another championship. Top guys for the win. FTR. All right. And that brings us to our final match. As as far as the announced matches on the card, we've got was mostly going to be the main events. The four pillars. MJF defending his AEW championship against Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and my boy Darby Allen. Ryan, your final pick of the evening. Who do you got? See, I don't believe this is going to be the main event. No, it's not. Because of how... I'm going to say bad. This has not been booked well. (laughs) Going, Going into it. All this has done is shown how wildly above the other three that MJF really is. <laughs> okay. It's like Darby Allen's the closest to being ready to possibly dethrone him. But it's like they're talking points when they do promos for the last month, they've they've been the same. They're just going around in circles over and over and over again. 
whereas M- whereas MJF is MJF all the time. <laughs> and, that's and, and so it's like, look, the match is going to be great. Okay. It's not going to be main event quality. Not going to happen. With the, with the way that the... You're not going to be able to follow the anarchy in the arena match. Just end the show with that. It's not going to happen. So this MJF retains. Easy. Done. I think he pins... Uh, might pin Sammy based off of the buildup and everything that's and everything that's been going on. And MJF pins Sam, it's either Sammy or Jack or uh, Jungle Boy taking the pin. I'm gonna go with MJF, but I honestly think that uh, for this one, Jungle Boy is gonna take the pin on this one. I think yeah, they've got awesome. a little too much too much upside on Sammy Guevara. I I think it's a it is a little too obvious. I think there's going to be some shenanigans. But uh, Charlie, it's your pick up next. What do you got? I'm right there with you. I think I'm Jeff's going to win pinning Jungle Boy. All right. Jaybird, what do you got? I also agree. I'm going to go with MJF, but I'm going to go with Brian and say that Sammy's going to get the pin because just imagine this. So they throw, they pull out all stops, they do a great match, a lot of high spots. And at the very end, it's like you have Sammy and MJF facing all of a sudden. Sammy lays down just to get his paycheck. Come on, piss off the fans and send them home that way. Could happen, but MJF. There is something to be said for that. And Sammy gets that check we have not seen. So, hey. Yeah, they haven't followed up on that, have they? (laughs) There you go. He could just drop to his back and we get a, and we get a, He's like, True okay, heels check that checks back. bounce. <laughs> Ooh. And with that, Tarek, it's the last pick of the evening. Do we have an accord? MJF is really the only choice because to hop on to what Brian said, this match is this feud has just been not good. I've I've tried to find something to really latch on to this feud, but yeah, this is this is not main event material. Uh, MJF is carrying this whole storyline, and er- everyone else just—it doesn't feel like it should be for the AEW World Championship. It really doesn't. I, I don't, for the life of me, believe any one of these three guys can be AEW champion. And the the best way to really put it, this is this would actually hurt uh, MJF's title reign if they actually decide to keep going with this, with the whole rumor that uh, Jack Perry may be the one who actually starts a singles feud with MJF after this one. Uh, but yeah, I I this this feud has just been very boring to me. This is like. Kofi Kingston type of title reign match for me where the more important storyline is the six man it or the anarchy in the arena match. Yeah, this, this is just not an interesting story and I just really don't care. And I'm sorry, guys, I really, uh, 
I really hate saying this after kind of like saying, oh, I now see why I'm now on the fan but fan base. But this story, this whole storyline kind of reminded me why I wasn't really wasn't into Darby Allen. He should be allowed near a live mic. It it it's really it was just not him and Jungle Boy. But yeah, they, they, they they're both equally bad. And and it's not the material that they, what they say. It's not how they say it. It's what they actually say. It's it, and they just keep running back and forth. It's kind of a mixture of both, really. It's a, it's a circle, and they keep and they keep saying the same shit in the same tone of voice, and and it doesn't work. No. Like I look, like I look at the four pillars storyline and. Yeah, I kind of like understand like why MJF would want to get away from that because now the four pillars don't really feel like they're holding really anything up when it comes to AEW. You know what I mean? Like the pillars have kind of outlet they're now more of a display than actually holding up what's making AEW interesting, at least for me. Yeah, th- this shows that the other three have a lot of work to do to live up to MJF in in yeah, the pillar in the pillar dis, in the pillar discussion. Definitely. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. <laughs> At this point, I just was have to think: Is there anything now, really, like they can do to actually be like, look at this guy? He is now the face of the company. I just don't see that with I, any of the three. I just well on that note. Those are our those are our predictions for this weekend's shows. We've got back to back double header with a lot on the line, no matter which way you look. So now, with our predictions in, now is the time we're going to pitch it back over to you, our fellow fans. Who's going to walk away with a win during this weekend? From the scholar side, who is going to end up walking away with from the weekend? As, as a champion of scholars of wrestling, no matter what you think, no matter what you believe, we want to hear from you. So drop us a line all across the internet, YouTube comments, Facebook posts, the Twitter machines, our personal favorite, whatever you got, let us know. If you want to join the conversation, join us on Twitter where you can talk to us directly and live tweet alongside with us. Full, where can I reach you? You can reach me at the Avatar. And Scholar Brian, where can they reach you? You can reach me hoping the uh, hoping the unprobable could happen at Atomic Beanpole. And Scholar Charlie, where can they reach you? You can reach me hoping for an at least one day championship reign at the Charlene. And last but not least, Scholar Jeremy, where can he reach you? Reach me uh, being crowned Scholars of Wrestling Champion at Hero Huey316. And you can Jade catch Cargill me. Cargill will be your downfall. <laughs> and you can catch That's me you, enjoying every single moment at I'm Robbie Rage. And for all of these social links and more, you can check us out at our link tree. That's in the description. That's also Linktree slash Scholars of Wrestling. 
Uh, and with that, that's our show. We're going to be taking it all in. Friends, have a great night. You know we will, because you know who we weekend. are. You, we are the scholars of wrestling, and you have just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you all at Night of Champions and Double or Nothing. <laughs> <laughs>